One time things got so bad until I had to go to one of my friends and talk to him. And I told him, I said, you know, I'm having problems with the woman that I love. It seems that I call her on the phone and I, I just can't get her to answer. And then I went to her house and I saw a car parked in the driveway. I knocked on the door, but still my knocks went unanswered. And then I went home and I, I watched television until television went off. And then I played my records until I just didn't want to hear them anymore. And finally I went to bed, but I found myself waking up a few hours later. And the tears were running down my face. And my friend told me, he said, Lenny, you just ought to forget about her. But I told my friend, I said, you know, maybe you've never been in love like I've been in love. And maybe you've never felt the things that I've felt. But this is what I told my friend, I said that. You know, sometimes you get lonely, you get lonely, you get lonely, oh, oh, Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. This is E5 Bayo. It's snowing where I'm at, so we're not going to sit outside. I'll be damned. I know you lying. I'm going to welcome you in my home. While I start the fire, you can go in the kitchen, pour you a cup of joe, get you some tea, sweet tea, hot tea. It all depends on you. Got some almond milk and some oat milk. If you want real milk, you send one of these shops down there to the corner store, and you get you some and get them some cereal while you're at it. But for those that want breakfast, I got, excuse me. Some salmon croquettes, eggs, grits. Some buttermilk biscuits. Welcome to that as well. Okay? And, uh, definitely want you to, uh, sit down. Fire burning. And we gonna talk. At first, I didn't want to do part two of what I spoke about part one. Getting you a Stephanie Mill. I picked Lenny Williams' song because the song itself is beautiful. But Lenny was a goddamn fool. <laughs> you heard the words. Lenny was a fool. Lenny was a fool. I'm going to say it. I don't care what you say. Lenny was a fool. The song is beautiful. I love the song. I love the song. First of all, welcome. My name is E5 Bayo. Let's do part two. Lenny was a fucking fool. I'm going to say it. The song is beautiful. I remember when I first heard it, I was a little girl. Song beautiful. Song is beautiful. Lenny Williams got a voice of an angel. I love him. 
but the, he's a fool. He had a Stephanie Mills for a friend because in the song, his friend said, hey, man, you made me forget about her. You done went over to her house. There was a car parked there. She done moved on, nigga. <laughs> you still sit here crying. I love you. I cropped myself in a ball. I wanted to die. I'm like, Lenny, you a fool. You had a Stephanie Mills. She, he already told you. Man, forget about that. So he had that. He said, oh, but have you ever been in love? Yeah, man, I know what it been like. Shit, I'm telling you, she done moved on. You move on. You go into her house, you calling her, you doing all that. She done cut you off. Move on. Now, I don't know if y'all saw my Monday Live. My daughter got on. I tell you, I, listen, I, I love hearing how people see things and how they do. Because in order to get to the solution, you got to see where they coming from. So my daughter told you. Listen, I was in love. Yep, I called the other woman. I was ready to lay hands on him, all of that. But she said something that we all needed to hear. I said, well, how did you figure out that this wasn't healthy? Did, did you have friends, first off, to tell you, yo, walk away? Yep, but I ain't listen to them. Same way Lenny didn't listen. Look at that. Didn't listen. But you have friends to add you on. Yeah. But what was that part? That made you want to say, this ain't healthy, this ain't for me. She said, when I start loving myself. You are here going over there on Monday when we did Get Mug Monday. You are here on YouTube too. She got on while she was at work. So we know one of the solutions is teaching people how to love themselves. Not looking for outside love, but making internal. Not external, internal. Loving yourself first. Because see, a lot of it stems from that. We want to get so, so involved, so with someone that we forget the part where we begin and end. We want to wrap ourselves around this person, seeing all the red flags, seeing all the shit that's fucked up. Lenny Williams said it himself, but he said, because I love you. He thought loving her was enough to make her stay. Ooh, if you can't say amen, church, say ouch. <laughs> he thought loving her enough would make her stay. Let me say that again for the death, hard of hearing. Loving so much, loving someone so much, thinking that love is going to change them and make them stay and not have them cheat and not have them do all that. So... They just assume that they'll, they will love them into being healthy or making the right choice or, you know, doesn't work that way. <laughs> Lenny Williams saw that. Now, once you go through a breakup, do you jump back in another relationship? Because that's what Lenny Williams did. He said, then I saw you held out my hand. You were so beautiful. And I promise I won't grieve you. I won't. He jumped right into another relationship. So whatever he was going through, feeling bad about whatever, he could ready to bring that garbage into a whole new relationship to an innocent person that may not even know what the fuck happened back then. The abuse now becomes the abuser because whatever they felt wrong for, they get ready to put it on someone else. Come for me. I always welcome it. 
Because that's what's going to happen. Now you're going to. You, now you got to know you're going to hold on them tighter and you're going to bend and, oh my God, so much toxic shit that's going to happen. But like I said, I love this song. Lenny Williams got a beautiful voice. But Lenny was a goddamn fool. He was. And we just are singing it. Oh, <laughs> I went to the house. Somebody else was there. I went home. I cried. <laughs> Stressing myself the fuck out. This person done moved on. They done got a whole new life. Whole new person. They done moved on. Your ass sitting there crying. Boo-hoo. Uh, great. Stress yourself out. Uh, getting ready to uh, go and be in depression and, and all of that. While they living it up. They getting stroked and stoked and everything. And your ass sitting home. ain't <laughs> that. Writing them, calling them, sending them emails, having people stalk their page and all of that. Doing all of that. And they still have moved on. Moved on, changed their number, blocked you, but you got friends spying. And that's healthy. That's healthy. You want to justify. Fuck that, I love them, and they got to be with me. What kind of master is... Slave mentality are you working on? I see why nobody don't want to be with you. Uh, I take runaway slave for a dollar, Alex. I'm getting the fuck up out of here. A girl once came to me. She said, I don't know why I can't get a man. I give them everything they want. I said, that's the problem. What you hold sacred? It's like me coming to your house asking for a glass of water and you invite me in and you giving me a whole Thanksgiving meal. Uh, creepiness for $3, Alex. I'm out the door. I knew a girl that, bless her heart, Teresa. Every dude she met, she'll go out and buy a bridal magazine. <laughs> I used to be like, do you know they mama name? Nope, because this is my husband. Two weeks later, dude left. Dude don't want to be with her. Oh, fuck him. Every dude she slept with, talked to, they were married. Right when they got finished, they were married. In her mind, they were married. I tell you, we just run through the red flags because we think they're decorations. And then when you find out that it is over, what part of it? Oh, don't you? Listen, I know what heartbreak feel like. I ain't stupid. I'm not going to sit here and sit high and look low on you. No. I loved my ex-husband. Oh, my God. I loved this motherfucker beyond. I did. But that wake-up call was a motherfucker. Because I'm walking, pushing Dee Dee in the stroller. We walking, walking down the block on Union Hall Street. He walking with me till he saw Eva. And... I'm looking across the street because now he don't want to walk with us no more. And the look that he had on his face melted everything I thought was what we had was sacred. For real. I don't mind telling you my story because we were the couple. Oh, my God. You know, oh, I love you. You're everything. You ain't have a place to live and you were settling. <laughs> hey. And everybody, because they were like, yo, y'all friends. Now we were cool as friends. Oh, y'all friends, y'all make a perfect couple listening to people and not realizing this ain't what we want. This shouldn't be us. 
This is not for us. We good as friends. You know, you a hoe, I'm a hoe. Let's be honest. <laughs> Two hoes can't make it together. Uh-uh. 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 So, we're walking down the street. We was walking together, Didi in the stroller. You know, we walking. Because I was, we was going to the avenue to pick up Daquan and Isha, my other two kids, get them some sneakers and stuff while they was at their grandmother's going shopping. And we was walking to the app, right? Didi had her little lollipop and stuff. So we walking together. When I looked across the street, I saw Eva and I turned and looked at him. He done walked ahead of us with his head down and I saw his face. It was the face of, I'm sorry. I don't even know why I'm with her. For real, I tell you no lie. And I looked at him and I looked across the street at Eva and she's looking. She put her head down. I felt like I was in this fucking all my children's goddamn soap opera. And I ain't like soap operas back then coming up. Oh my God, I hated that shit. I hated being around women that watch soap operas. For real. And then when I got older and I started smoking weed, then, you know, Jesse and Angie and shit became my thing. But um, when I was younger, shit. With Edge and Knight, Ryan's Hope, I'm telling my age now. Um, I hated that shit. Couldn't stand that shit. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking. And I went home, right? And we still went to the avenue. I ain't no fool. Trust me on that. I don't give a fuck if you don't love me or not. Uh, my kids need sneakers. <laughs> you taking a shopping? We going. Fuck that. <laughs> and we married. How about that? So let's go. So I went home and my mother was sitting on the step. And she said, you look like you were a person that saw your life. And I said, man, away. <laughs> She said, only you can change it. And she got up, tell you no lie, put her fucking shoes on and went in the backyard and started uh, working in that garden. She said, you want to come back here? Hell no. See, back then I was cute. You couldn't get me to work in the garden. I had my nails and my feet down. My hair stayed lit. I know you lying. <laughs> I'm not getting dirty, lady. <laughs> you, you tricked my friends into doing that shit. You ain't getting me. But she, my mother had patience. Trust me, my mother had patience. She uh, the hardest motherfucker. You'll be in that garden eventually. You're just waiting. You're going to touch that dirt, right? She ain't cursed me out or nothing. She said, okay. She said, I'll see you later then. And she walked on. I didn't confront him until damn near 30 years later. But my actions let him know. Man, I was cheating. I wasn't no faithful wife. Shit, I couldn't wait to get away from him. And when he got arrested, I did. I stood by him for as long until his girlfriend walked up there. God bless the dead, Joyce. And I looked at him. I said, I know you lying. I ain't coming back. And then I saw Penny Island go up there. That's it, boo. Listen, you live your life. I live mine. Go on about your business. And that was it. Wind up, you know, getting married again and living my life and taking care of my children. 30 years later. I told him. He was like, no. I said, listen, you can lie about a lot of things. You know you can't lie to me. I said, and it even shows because when you came home, the first person you came home to was Eva. That's my support, and I'm not mad at you. Respect her. I'm not mad at you. I remember when Tammy and Wanda and them, God bless the dad, had my, had Dee Dee. 
and he, and I was standing by the door because Teresa and all was in the room and I was coming to grab Dee Dee and they had Dee Dee. I knew they wasn't going to let Eva and nobody hurt my daughter. That I know because I would have leveled everything in there. But I just knew. I knew they wasn't going to let. So when they was playing with her stuff and Eva sat there and said, she can have a baby, but I got his heart. She didn't lie about that. I didn't run up on people and was like, yo, this and this. You didn't want me. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but see, all those people that he chose, that he assumed, that he wanted, that he had, they didn't stay in his corner. You had a real one that was in your corner. You ain't want that. So you thought you could hurt someone by, I'm going to disown it, I'm going to do this. Man, give a fuck. <laughs> Two piece, bye. It's okay. Live your life. Live your life. But see, we have a problem with, I want to stalk you, I want to do this, you're not going to. Okay. All right. I know what heartbreak is. I know what it is to be like, yo, I can't believe this motherfucker. And I would. And I had good, good girlfriends, though, that would fuck the ones that was egging me on, smoke a lot of them. Yeah, that's right. Go out there, fuck somebody up. But I had ones that was like, yo, stop talking about this nigga, man. You with him or you not? Go live your fucking life. This nigga that moved on, you move on. Those are the friends I appreciate. Like, yo, stop. This nigga living his life. He, he with a whole new girl. What, why are you worrying about? He, that nigga live with Joyce. Why are you worrying about it? I can't believe it. But this nigga want to come around? Okay. But see, my mother told me this something that, that years ago. She said, you running around arguing with the girl and all of that? That's a waste of time. A dog barks louder when another dog is in his yard. What happened? I started dating somebody else. I'd have moved on. See, a two-piece. Got a whole new man. Chilling, riding in the car, the whole nine kids is okay. All of that. That killed that nigga. What? He saw red. Shot up the boy's house. Why? First thing I ask, why? You got a whole woman over there. Why? Fuck that. Oh, you can do it, but I can't. Told you we was hoes in the beginning. We shouldn't have never met. <laughs> Should have stayed friends. <laughs> Uh-uh. No, for real. I ain't gonna lie. But now, 30 years later, I done remarried, lived my life, and I share these stories as experience. I stopped hating him. Because see, the one beauty about growth, working on you and healing, you gonna look back and say, yo, the persons that you were dating you see where you were broken at. Because I was broken. I was. I was broken. I'm not making excuses. I'm telling you. I was broken. Man, I was broken. I was hurt. I was in a dark place. I lost my son. I lost my brother. I didn't care about life anymore. I wanted pain. But I needed that pain to be reflected on me. Because in my mind, I felt like I was the one that deserved it. My son died. My brother died. I needed pain in order for me to know that I was human each and every day. Now, I can't explain your traumas or your triggers or whatever. I know mine. So I wanted someone else to treat me bad so I can lash out. 
Because back then, my sarcasm and the way I, my shit was set up, jump me because I'm coming back. I'm going to fight your mother. I fought people's mothers. I was disrespectful because all I knew was hate, anger, brokenness. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. I cursed somebody's mother out in a heartbeat. Fuck you and your mother. Anything I heard about y'all, I'm letting the world know. I didn't care. So I met dudes and I dated dudes that didn't give a fuck me, that they were just as broken as I was. And we would fight each other, stab each other, curse each other out, black eyes, all, all, all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. That's all. That's why I tell people, I can take an ass whooping because I done took them for a lot of years. I was getting my ass stomped out by a nigga. And no, it's nothing to, to highlight or be any pr- impressed of. But I, and I held my own. So some days I did the stomping, some days he did. Okay. That's why that motherfucker will tell you now. He'd be like, no, nah, I don't, I don't mm-mm, mm-mm, leave her alone, leave her alone. No, no, I'm not the baddest bitch on the block. I'm not going to claim that because it's always somebody better than me. Uh-uh. But back then, oh, I didn't care. I didn't care. It was like I was on the death wish. I didn't care. I didn't care. And I didn't have a lot of people. I always was by myself. And I just did not care. So that day when it was read my time and Oya said, I saved your life. You should have been dead a long time ago. All I wanted to do was cry. Because even when I thought no one cared, no one, because I didn't even care for myself, Oya loved me. <laughs> Oya loved me. That's why I have a great love for her. I love that, Orisha. I do. She loved me when no one else that I thought in this world. She told me that years later. So anyway, it's about relationships and how we get to audacity. And where we getting it from so I can call consumer affairs and get this place shut down. But it was interesting to see, you know, a young person to say how they was calling and how she said, you don't play with no one's emotions. And, you know, it was already toxic before, but you're married. So does that give you a license? Because we're married, we can be toxic to each other. No, no. Uh, Where does that say in the vows? Do you take such and such to be toxic, to be abusive, to call your friends, email people, Drag you on social media. No, ain't nobody getting married then. Ain't nobody signing up for that bullshit. No. But when she said, I had to learn to love myself. To see where I was playing this part at. To see what was wrong with me. It's putting in the work. Putting in the work. And you know what's so sad that I've noticed? And I know I'm going to piss a few of y'all off. I am. And it's okay. (laughs) If it don't apply, let it fly. And if it do, change the narrative. We can see a healthy couple and still find something wrong with them. Because it's so easy to pick up a magnifying glass. It's the hardest fucking thing on this planet is picking up a mirror. They said the young girl that's married to the pastor, the actress, Megan Good or, yeah, Good or whatever, um... She's in that that new show, Harlem. They ended their relationship. 
They ended their marriage after nine years. Baby, the bloggers went in. Oh, because maybe she cheated, this and this, this and this. They were never good in the first place. Oh, my God. Okay. But they made a statement saying we wish each other well. But it's time for us to move our separate ways. We still have a great love for each other. But it's time for us to move our separate ways. So they made a statement. So now you don't have to make up some shit. You don't have to go over here. You don't got to go and do this. You ain't got to dig through the garbage. You ain't got to search for receipts. They're telling you. We, we came to a start in the road. We, we, not, we, we made the decision to not go further together. You going your way. I'm going my way. But we still have great love for each other. You know what they said? Instead of saying, wow, that's beautiful to know when to walk away, when it's done. Oh, well, they don't have no kids. So the divorce should be simple. How the fuck? We are so jaded. And so fucked up when it comes to loving each other and being in a relationship, we see the bad before we see the good. We, have, we don't have no problem with saying something that's fucked up instead of saying, yo, congratulations, blessings. I have a good girlfriend that just got married. God bless her. Great for her. Instead of, they, 90 million people said everything that was wrong. Why? What, tell me something that's right. Oh, I want Sierra prayer. Why? You willing to do what Sierra did? So I made a post saying I want to be like Oprah. Shit, Stepman didn't get on no YouTube. He ain't talking about shit. He ain't in the limelight. He let her live her life. Man, everybody and their mama dogged Oprah and, and Stepman out. Nobody said, not a one post said, damn, you know what? Congratulations on them anyway. No matter what the fuck going on behind closed doors. I don't live with these people. I don't know what's going on. I do not live with them. I don't live in her neighborhood. Why? Because we don't, we not in the same uh, money bracket. I'm broke, broke. That bitch is rich, rich. She working on being wealthy, but she rich, rich. I'm not their neighbor. I don't live in their house. We don't run with the same people. I don't know nobody they know personally. None of that. I don't know none of that. I go by what I see on the media, social media, on TV, what I hear in the radio, and what I see in magazines. That's all. And it's all written, spoken about, and shown to get sponsors and money and to highlight them. That's all. So that you can, listen, I tried to tell my daughter because a good, good girlfriend of mine was working on the set of doing the hairs and the makeup. I said, good, good girl, good girl club and all of that. That shit ain't real. She was like, yes, it is. I said, no, it's not. They do the scene. Everybody get back in the bus and they go into their hotels. They make it look like they sleep in there and all of that. But those people are not there. It's good ratings. It's a good show. It, it, and then when the news broke, and it's still broke, breaking out about some of these shows that... That shit was staged. It was, you know, it's what sell. Controversy, negativity, all of that. That sell. That's a good, because people are going to talk about it. But that's good. Positivity, um, accomplishments, doing right. That shit don't sell. Sarah is a great fucking rapper. Amazing. Female, untouchable. 
but she don't get a lot of airplay. You know why? Because she speaks of positivity, goddess, religion, but she put it in her rhymes. She's not going to get that. You'll get the Nicki Minaj's and all that. Bitch, fuck this. My pussy this. Suck on the dick. You're going to get all that. And every kid knows every fucking lyric. No. Because it sells. People's misfortune, people's downfall, controversy, negativity, that sells. Why? Because we are so jaded. We're so used to being hurt and traumatized that now from the media and everything, it feeds off of us. And... It gets us to spend money. It makes us into something to conversate about. Motherfuckers know about loving hip-hop before they know about who invented the motherfucking stoplight. You know, Chocolate, young girl I watched grow up. I used to take her with me to anything that was educational. God bless her dad. I remember her pops when he was alive. I took her to go see Dick Gregory. I took her to the um, ancestors um, ceremonies. Whoever was speaking, Dr. Umar, whoever, whoever was speaking from uh, uh, all black activist leaders. And I remember her teacher used to tell her, cherish whoever's taking you to these places because this right here is history. And you're being a part of it. You can say you were there. She knew all of the rap songs and knew who was fucking who and all of that. So I said, nah, she a little girl. She needs to know something different. When I would babysit her, I would take her to the bookstore. Right? Tell you no lie. I would take her to the bookstore. We'll go to the bookstore. We'll go to... Things that were educational, right? So she can see another way. And I made a, an agreement with her. You read four pages a day, write down the words you don't know, look them up, and put it in sentences. Well, instead, she wants to gossip on the phone with her friends. Now, I'm not the one to argue. That's not in me. Her mother... First, she was like, yeah, that's right. My kids, they're learning. They're going to learn their history, all of that. But then she started crying. She was like, you know what? She don't need to do that. And the father, God bless the dad, he was like, don't think that a, a small impact didn't get in her. He was like, but thank you. Thank you. I even let him use, you know, borrow the movie Sankofa. And if y'all never seen it, please go see it. It's a beautiful movie. Sankofa. And um, he was like, yo, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We live in a day and age where we are promote the negative. We are always yelling out, free this one, free that one. But nobody wants to help the college kids. Send them a package. Put a little money on their cash app. Because they are future of tomorrow. Yes, look out for our brothers and sisters that are locked down. We got a lot of organizations for them. But what about our college kids? That's why I love Lenise now because she's putting that spotlight on it. College kids are going through a lot. Listen, they barely can afford books and stuff. We need to make sure they have all the equipment too. You're making sure little boo-boo and them in jail, they, they dress. They ain't going nowhere, but they dress to the nines. They got they stuff done, they commissary, all of that. Well, what about... Paul and, and, and Malik and them that's over in college. Are you helping them? 
It's a two-way street. Audacities. But see, we, we don't want, like I said, we don't want to promote that, that positive, that, that positive union of a relationship. We want to see, even friendship. I love Oprah and Gail. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, Gail fucked up, you know, dissing Kobe. And, and really, she wasn't dissing him. She just chose the wrong timing to speak about something. Because she did apologize. But she just, she picked her timing wrong. Okay, she not Oprah, she Gail. Right? And Gail was doing good. But then Gail fucked up when it came to Kobe. But guess what her friend did? Her friend stood there. Her friend said, I'm going to let you see. See how this media shit is. So you go there. I'm here. I'm here. Trust me, I'm here. But I need to see how strong you are. Right? I need you to I need to see how strong you are. Because you've been under me since day one. I want to see. Do you adapt? Do you change? Or do you fold? Because I'm with you either way. But I need to see, did you catch on to anything? Gail stood on. I got to give it to her. I give it to Gail. Gail stood on. And Oprah had been there with her ever since. My friend, she did. She picked the wrong time to speak on something. But who in this world hasn't failed? But you have people, oh, they only friends because of this. And she Oprah and she li-. Listen, Oprah really meant that. Fuck what y'all say. Oprah meant that. When I rise, y'all rise. And I'm bringing my team with me. Guess what Gail don't do? She don't talk about Oprah and Stedman. Guess what Dr. Oz don't do? He don't talk about Oprah and Stedman. Guess what uh, uh, Alina Van Zandt don't do? She don't talk about Oprah and Stedman. That's that lady's business. You call us, we come, because that's what good, good girlfriends do. But we ain't sitting, we ain't defending or nothing. Why? Because they don't know it. Like I said, I don't live in them people's houses. That's it. Kanye and, and Kardashians. Oh, that's fucked up. Oh, Kanye is this. Oh, she with the young dude. She with him. He a nerd. Can't be that much a nerd he pulled. But y'all said the same thing about Jermaine Dupree. Oh, Janet Jackson only with him because she won a song. No, they were really in love. The man said it. But who's to say? Oh, it's just a gimmick. Why can't we just say congratulations and keep it moving? Why, why can't we say that? Are we so jaded? Are we so hurt? Are we so stuck in our own fucking trauma and mess that it's so hard to see somebody else's happiness? That the first thing we want to talk about is what they doing. Like I said, in order to fix any problem, we got to find out where it stems from. My daughter let y'all know I was in love with him. He was the one. We got married. He told me these things, and he went opposite. But when I started loving myself, then I started realizing Yo, I'm going too far left. I don't own this person. This relationship is over. It's over. Now let me move on. You found your life. Let me go find mine. But we can't do that. Because we look at TV. We look at social media. We got to get friends to fucking stalk pages and find out who the girl is or who the guy is. Find dirt on them. Oh, we doing too much. But like I said, do y'all vet these people y'all dating? How long does it take before you start becoming physically 
involved with someone. Answer me that. I like a waiting period. I Listen, y'all can say what y'all want about Steve Harvey. He sure gave y'all a goddamn book. Think like a man, act like a woman. He sure gave y'all, I told y'all to wait 90 days. 90 days, wait. I'm grown. I want to know from the door if he's right. I'm going to go to my spiritualist and ask them. I'm going to sit on the mat and ask a ruler. How about knowing who the guy is first? Talking to him. Wait, we just missing over all those steps? We we don't want that no more. That's that's too much like right. Anything right now that deals with work, we want to skip that part. We we want to do the microwave grits in less than three minutes. I need to know you gonna marry me or not. I, you know how many people call me? Okay, I met this dude. Yeah, and um, oh, how long y'all been dating? Two weeks. I want to know because I don't want to waste my time. Is he the one? Am I the Matrix? <laughs> Is he the one? Well, Nemo, let me tell you this. <laughs> Do you feel like he's the one? Do you know his mother? Oh, no, I don't know nothing about him. We just started talking, you know. And we're supposed to have sex this weekend. But I just want to know before I do all that, is he the one? I know people that's been together for 10 years. They still kind of question, is he the one? <laughs> and they still clueless. Is he the one? If he didn't be the one in, the, in less than two years, then uh, what you holding on to? Loyalty for financial? That's what most people get stuck. They can't leave a relationship because of financial. Oh, how I'm going to get my bills paid. What about paying your own bills? Especially when y'all females come with that, well, I'm giving him pussy. That's, did you, did you miss your science class? When, when they told you of the human body? Ain't dick and pussy supposed to fuck each other? Okay, where, where's, where's the entitlement at that pussy get you a house? Just stop, stop. Because that's, that's not it. Oh, well, because you always say, and you're right. The old people did say that. Wet pussy and empty purse don't match. You sure right. But that don't entitle you a house. Here it is, you going out there. First of all, it don't match where it's not saying, oh, you're going to go fuck him for some money. No. No. The old people gave it to you. Your interpretation was off. It didn't mean... Oh, well, you know, you fucking him. He's supposed to give you money before he fuck you. No, you should have your shit intact before you running out there laying out with someone and your shit broke. How am I going to hang out with you and lay up with you and my fucking light bill is doing my lights going be turned off? Who lights are they? So why you didn't get out there, get you a job, save you some money, do all of that and pay your own fucking light bill? No, I want to go over here and play. Okay, all right. Oh, but you know what I'm saying? If I all work and no play make you dull. No, it makes you responsible, idiot. That's what it makes you. It makes you responsible. I got a lot of time to play. I do. And when I enjoy it, because now I don't have to be stressed. I ain't got to move some shit around. I don't have to be like the Kevin Hart and saying, oh, it's going to take three days because the way my savings and my checkers are set up. It's going to take three days for it to clear. No. If I can't afford it, I'm not going. That means that my home is taken care of. My light is paid. My rent is paid. My cable paid. My cell phone is paid. Those are the things that's going to help me make money. So, of course, I'm going to make sure that's paid. Now, whatever's left over and I know I done saved up for it, now I'm going. And I'm going to stay in my financial lane. Right? And I am going to 
treat myself with a little leftover. No, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to uh, deny myself. You're right, but I ain't going to live in darkness neither, trying to light candles and hoping that people feel sorry for me when it's your responsibility. That's what they were saying. A wet pussy and an empty purse don't match. Take care of your purse. It's your purse, not his, stupid. Yeah, because I get so aggravated when you be sitting there and people be like, well, you know, this is what they say. An old broom know where the dirt is. A new broom can just sweep the floor. Because it's a new environment. This, they never been there. This old broom been in this house for a long time. They know where the crevice is. And it ain't just the broom. It's the person that's sweeping. New person going to sweep what you see right there in the front. An old person that know how to clean going to move some furniture around. They going to pull that fucking stove out and sweep behind it. They going to move that couch and move that rug and sweep all under there and mop it. A new person just going to sweep what they see. And that's it. That's what they were saying. Break it down. Break it down. But we don't want that. Like I said, no one wants to put that work in. They just want it. Like, I, let's go back to Lenny Williams. You got hurt. You stressed. You going through all this because she done moved on. But now you jumped into a whole new relationship after you crawled up in the bowl and you wanted to die. And then you saw somebody that was cute. They smiled at you. So now, and what he say, I'm not going to treat you like I treat the other one. No, you're going to be worse. I told you Lenny was a fucking fool. So you jumping out of one relationship into another without being healed, without knowing, without no kind of help. And your friends is watching your demise and your downfall. But the first thing you could say, somebody putting roots on me. They don't want us to be in this relationship. Well, how many times do he come home and the shit is thrown out? How many times he come home and ain't no food cooked? How many times he come home and all you doing is gossiping on the fucking phone? How many times he come home and you ain't doing shit? Or you ready to hang out? And the worst thing, let me tell you. And I learned this from older women that were married 30, 40 years, right? And if you ain't got 30, 40 years under your belt, don't, don't, don't come to me. So, and even though, oh, I can hear some of y'all because I know what y'all give. You could be married 30, 40 years and still fuck up. You're right. But they wasn't fucking up. They were prospering. So, hi, how you doing? We ain't talking about the ones that's fucking up. We talking about the ones that's prospering. How you doing? Welcome to the E5 Bayo Back Porch Conjure Show. Now, back to it. Um, she said, we had a date night. We had one night that we would just spend time together. And if we couldn't afford it, we would, especially Sister Morris Jackson and, and Bishop, Jay, all of them, they were, they, they would have that. And I was like, wow. So me and my husband, we came up with that. We came up with, hey, let's have a date night. So Friday was... Everybody come in, throw your shoes, throw your book bag down, all of that. Now, if you're smart, you would do your homework so you got the rest of the weekend free. But some of them would wait. I had two kids that always wait until Sunday night. So I ain't mad at them. But then I had two kids like, let me bust this shit out because I'm not doing homework over the weekend. Okay. And um, so we would have Saturday was for the kids. Sunday was our day. Whatever we wanted to do. And if we didn't have money, the kids would go over to my brother's house and I'd go to the 99 cent store, 99 cent store, make a bitch creative. And uh, if we said, oh, well, we going to uh, Hawaii this week. I have everything 
decorated little 99 cent decorations for Hawaii. Have pineapples and stuff all over the place. Gully wash. And if you don't know what gully wash is, look it up. And we'll have all that. Right? Blunt Road, we chilling, watching whatever movie that has more Hawaii in it, scenes of Hawaii or whatever. Or, you know, we'll come together with some kind of theme if we didn't have money like that. But if we did, we'll go away. We'll go away. Kids will go to my brother's house, we'll go away. Or we'll just, if funds are limited, we got it, but we got bills that we got to pay, then we'll just go bowling, go to the movies, get something to eat and come back home. But if we we got it, bills are paid, kids are good, school clothes, all of that, trips are paid for, lunch is paid for, there were two weeks, because we had to do all that in Atlanta. Ain't nothing free in Atlanta. Um, then we'll, we'll go on a vacation. We'll fly out somewhere. So, okay. But until then, we had to earn that. We had to save for that. We had four kids. And they weren't small kids. They were big kids. So, yeah. So we would um, we would do things as a couple. And one day, like I said, we were, we were done. It wasn't no more magic. It wasn't no more. We walked away. So I understand what that couple was saying. You can't hold on to something that, are you going to be hurt? Yeah, of course. Emotionally, physically, you're right. But we came to an agreement. It, it's over. It's done. It's done. So, okay. There's no more. There's no more road. There's no more, you know, we were together for 15 years. There's no more. There's no settling. Oh, I'm going to settle and stay. If you're miserable, you're miserable. And see, and I was the type that I would have. I would have broke my neck to try to fix it. And it wasn't. It can't be fixed. It's done. You just have to see it. You know, you're staying together for what? But the worst part is, you know it's done. You know it's not right. You know this relationship is over. But your evil, mean, fucking selfish ass, you don't want to see happiness. So all you want to do is bring misery. And I know women as well as men that's like that. Relationship is over. It's been over for 30 years. You still want to be miserable and bring this person misery. You don't have nothing good to say about it, nothing. Because why? They moved on and you're still stuck 30 years ago. You're still stuck. And you want people to hate them. And there's there's nothing. Like, the first thing they ask is, well, why are you still worried about it? It's been 30 years you ain't been around this person. Why are you still... These are what you call unhealed people. They just... They're unhealed. And they don't want it. They love it. They've gotten high on their story so much that they, they, they the real crackheads. That's what you call a real fucking addictive person. They're addictive on their pain. That's all they know. And I know that all too well. That was me. I was addicted on that pain. It brung people in your business. It brung you the center of attention. Whether it's good or bad, you still got attention. And that's what you're seeking, attention. I'm hurt. Look at me. No, fuck them. They healed. No, fuck that. Look at me. Look at me. And you're going to get some people that's going to say, you right. Oh, my God. Because they're broken. They fucked up. So, yes, people that are in relationships because of financially, they can't go nowhere. They don't want to work. Let me tell you, my husband once told me, right, I don't want a wife that's going to work. 
I want somebody to stay home. And let me tell you, I did it for 30 days. Gosh, you will know, I did it for 30 days. I said, man, you fucking crazy. I can't do this. Uh-uh, we got to come together. We got to get uh, agreement. No, no. You don't want, fuck no. I'm not no kept woman. This ain't no cage. I got to come and depend on you for money and everything. Nah, player. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's better when two people work. Nah, uh-uh. And my husband was the type, big dude. Craig, God bless his dad, big dude. Right? And he was. He was a good provider. And I'm not, oh, you got to be the man. No, 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 no. See, it's the difference. When a man wants you in his life, he going to change that. He wants you to wear his last name, even afterwards. And I said, yo, we getting a divorce. He said, yo, keep the name because it fits you. Do you know this year I finally went back to my maiden name? I done had this name for over fucking Daquan's shit. Over 20-something years I done had for it. I finally went back. I got ID in my maiden name. It feels strange as fuck. 20 years, I've been Floyd. Even after we divorced, he said, and his new girl was like, well, you know, she got to change her name. He said, nah. He said, when I told her I wanted her to have my name, I wasn't playing. I ain't mad at you, player. For that, I love you for. So if a man wants you, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. This ain't y'all live. Y'all, y'all podcast. It's mine. You can go and do on yours and debate all you want to. Don't say my name because I'm coming. Anyway, if a man wants you, he knows right then and there. But leading me on and all of that is not what we're doing. But I'm going to get to know. You should know a man how they deal when they are broke. How they deal when someone dies in their family. How they are when they're sick. And their relationship to their mother. That should tell you a lot. And for a woman, how she was with her father, how she deals when she broke, sick, and how she is when her friends. She the same woman you with or she somebody totally different? Because y'all can't give me a loyal woman is a woman that stay home. A loyal woman is one. No, a loyal woman is wherever the fuck she goes. She already know what she got at home. And I didn't need to be under my man with his friends. I don't know what kind of relationship y'all motherfuckers got. Being under my man when he friends. I, no, no. I've never been in a relationship like that. God bless the dad and everybody else. I never. No, baby. Uh-uh. You going out with your babies? Okay. See you later. Bye. I'm not calling him. What you doing? What you? No. Go. You with your friends. That's your time. Go. Enjoy. You live here, nigga. I know you coming back home. So go. I was never that girl. No, if they going somewhere, I got to go with them. Why? Why? I can't. Oh, I can't do that. No, 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 no. Baby, go out. Shit. You you need. I'll give you money. Go out. Go be with your friends. Go do something. Go get a hobby. Go do something. That's individuality. Like, go be yourself. I fell in love with you and the life you have. Now when I get with you, I want you to be my fucking slave. You can't go nowhere without me. If somebody answer your phone, call your phone, I got to see it. I got to read all your messages. Oh, my God. You as mama or as woman? Because guess what? A man don't want to fuck his mama. You wonder why these men cheat. Oh, because they don't want to sleep with their mama. Then you have, yeah, I'm, I'm going all in. I'm all over the place right now. Because then, then you have those women and men, because it's both sides. Oh, well, I got to be a part of, listen, that's the one thing that I love from my dad all the way down to even the men that was in my life. 
when it was me and my kids can't even say, oh, well, whenever my mother was with her friends, there my father was or whatever. No, no. My Craig would come and be like, oh, the ladies is having a meeting. Okay, y'all need anything from the store? Y'all good? Y'all right? Bow. And Craig was gone. He was out the door. He wouldn't be a part of... It, it, even if my good, good girlfriends came and gossiping Mika and all of them, Craig used to be like, okay, I'm, I'm out because y'all doing the gossip shit. That wasn't his role. That was not his role. His role was a man. Provide, please protect. Not, I'm going to get into your gossip. I'm going to sit there and do this or I'm going to do that. No, but if you disrespected his woman, he wasn't going to sit there and airplay it. That's what, that's what he used to say. What the fuck am I going to airplay it for? I'm going to shout it up in the air. That's the only one. I'm protecting you from the air. No, I'm coming to you as a man because I need to know what's, what's going on with my woman. My job is to protect her, not to get into this gossip shit. No. And you couldn't come and tell Craig, oh, Adana did this. He'd be like, yo, get out my face and walk away. Because No. I live with this woman. I know what's going on. We, we have this thing called communicating and comprehending. And when it was done, he went his way, I went mine. The only thing we agreed of is we can't live in the same state. We've been together for 15 years. I'm not going to sit here and watch you with another woman. I know you ain't going to want to watch me with another nigga. So let's just make it, make it doable for now because it's early on. You moved there and Craig lived in Detroit. I lived in Atlanta. And that's how that was. I'm not saying that we the model citizens, but even afterwards, we still was cordial to each other. Hey, what you doing? I'm all right. What you doing? Yo, you want to go get something to eat? All right, I'm coming to your shop. All right. And supported me. Told people about me the whole nine. So, yeah, I, I do have a different take on. But I want to hear yours. I'm not, I'm not here to judge you because I know how it feels to be in love and cursing people out and going through all that and fighting and arguing. But I had to first love myself. And I had forgotten that because we think when we get in a relationship, we don't exist no more. We change our whole DNA, our whole, our whole essence so we can be with that person. But that person didn't fall in love with this new person you're dealing with. They, they knew what they fell in love with. You the one changed. They didn't. And I'm changing because I think that's what you want. Thinking. No. Did you talk? Did you communicate? Because you would already had that established. No. We don't want that. We see, oh, well, he's always looking at light skin, so I'm going to bleach my skin. I know a sister that really did that. And the guy was like, no. Oh, I see him, you know, looking at skinny girls, so I'm going to go and get the surgery. He said, my purpose has always been a thick chick. I'm looking because I'm looking to see how maybe my girl might want this if they got a bigger size. But no, like I said, we're so jaded that we jump to the negative. Oh, girl, you know, your man was over at that store. Okay. My husband would. He would. Uh, he'd be shamed, but he'll still, I'm going to go in Victoria's Secret. Excuse me, man. He'll grab one of the sales ladies. Excuse me, ma'am. This is her size. This is what she wear. And I really would like to see her in something hot pink. Okay, I'm going to stand right here and just call me and, you know, I, I trust you. And, and that was it. He would come in with the bag. And I'd be like, I know you didn't go to the store. No, I didn't. I, I grabbed one of the sale ladies and I tipped our brother lunch. Okay. Now, somebody saw him do that. Oh, your man is fucking around with the girl in um, Victoria's Secrets. No, he not. I'm telling you. I know. I'm telling you because I trust mine. All men cheat. No, all the men you fuck with cheat, not mine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what? Mm -mm. 
Mm-mm, the only thing you can take or the only thing that's being taken from me is advice, Moo. Not, not a man. A man. I ain't talking about a boy. A boy can be taking any shiny new toy or any new gadget. A man ain't being taken nowhere. He already know what he got. He value that. So once again, I'm going to take this whole conversation up again on tonight. Conversations with you, Fabio. But I'll give you this one thing. For the next 21 days, love yourself. Let's do that self-love. I don't care if you're in a relationship or not. Let's do the self-love. Let's love ourselves for 21 days. Don't miss a day. And if you do, start over. 21 days. Starting a day. Love you. Do everything about you. Just make it personal. And then tell me how this relationship is. Love you.